Hello, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 454. Now, I asked a question on social media a little earlier today when I was telling people what I was going to be talking about in this episode. And basically what I said was, have you ever had something really small happen to you or find something small? And as it turns out, it it turned out to be something pretty important, but you didn't really know it at the time. And that is one of those weird experiences where something small shows up. And as it turns out, it's a lot bigger in your life than you actually thought it was. Right. And it could be something really, really stupid. I'll, I'll give you an example. I was tired. It was Sunday. And this happened a few years ago. I was tired. It was Sunday. And I was going to go shopping on Sunday, but I just didn't feel like it. But I knew I had to go. I was exhausted. I just didn't feel like being bothered. And under normal circumstances, I'm like many, many people. On Sunday, when this football season, I just want to watch football and be left alone. And if it's not football season, I just want to be left alone just in general. Right. And I had to go shopping because it was the only time I could go shopping, uh, you know, and just go shopping without him having anything else around it. You know, on Sunday, I would go shopping and do nothing but shopping and then have the rest of the day to myself. During the week, I got so many things to do. I don't want to go shopping. But this particular occasion, I'm going, I've got to go shopping. I have nothing in the house to eat. I've got to go shopping. I don't want to. I'm dreading it. I'm putting on, I'm about to put some clothes on, wearing sweatpants around the house and a t-shirt. I'm walking around in slippers and I'm going, I don't want to go shopping, please, God, but I have to. And I go into my refrigerator and unbeknownst to me, I had I had some relatives over a little earlier, maybe a couple days ago, and everybody brought over some food and everybody was hanging out and they left and I didn't realize what was in my refrigerator. They had so much crap in there for everybody that was hanging out that they forgot and left some stuff in the refrigerator. I'm sitting there dreading going shopping because I don't want to go shopping, but I have nothing to eat. And in the refrigerator, oh my goodness, in the bottom, you know that section where you have the vegetables? I pulled the trays out and in one side was a burrito from a restaurant. Oh yeah. And it was all guacked up too, just the way I like it. Oh yeah. And right next to it was a tuna sandwich. And I'm not talking about the kind of tuna sandwich you make for yourself where you crack open the can, you throw some mayonnaise and then the tuna fish, you slap it on some bread and you throw it in your mouth. You don't even get a plate. You just got a paper towel sitting on the counter that you roll up in your hand and throw into the trash can because let's be honest, you know that that tuna fish sandwich isn't touching anything else but your mouth and your stomach. I'm talking about a tuna fish sandwich from a real store where it's a thick tuna fish sandwich. It's got lettuce and tomato and all kinds of sweet peppers and all of that crap on there. And then, you know, when they cut it while it's already wrapped like at a deli, one of them. And I'm sitting there going, that's a big sandwich. That's enough for a meal. Fantastic. All right, that's breakfast. And I look at the burrito and I'm going, ah, that's lunch. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at the size of these two things and I'm realizing if I eat these two, I'm not going to need dinner. I'm not going to need, hey, wait a minute, what is this? On the door of the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. Three sodas. Three sodas. Two Sammies. Three sodas. This is fantastic. I love it. Open up the drawer. I'm about to open up the drawer to get get myself some utensils because I'm. I know that this is how big the tuna fish sandwich is. I know when I pick it up, some tuna fish is going to fall out of the sandwich onto the plate. I'm going to need a fork to pick to eat the tuna fish sandwich. I pull the drawer back, and in the drawer had fallen two bags of Doritos. Oh yeah, I got two 
things to eat. I got a bunch of sodas. I got the burrito. I got the sandwiches and the chips. This is fantastic. This is incredible. It was just a burrito, a sandwich, and some sodas and some chips. That's really in the grand scheme of things. Are those really important? Hell no. But for some reason, the simple fact that I now did not have to go shopping on that lazy Sunday where I didn't feel like going shopping, I felt great. Way happier than I normally would have been. Had I had food in the refrigerator and I found these same things and it just saved me the problem of cooking, I would have went, oh, cool. And that's all it would have been. Oh, cool. That's all it would have got. But I daggone near did the jump in the air heel click from that old Toyota commercial or whatever commercial. You know what I'm talking about. And it was fantastic. Why was I so happy about that? Because it was something cool that happened at just the right time. And sometimes a cool thing will happen for you at just the right time. If any of you work into in an office building, maybe you have to go up in an elevator. You're running and running and running. You just caught the cab. You just caught the Uber. You just got into a parking space. You're looking at your clock. You know you're not supposed to be late because you don't want to hear your boss give you any crap. You don't want to hear any crap from your boss and you're running. You run up the steps. You see the elevator door. The elevator's closing. Nobody, you're waving and waving and waving and you're already mad because you know they saw you and you know there's enough space in the elevator. It would be different if the elevator was packed. You'd be able to go, okay, I can justify that. They don't want somebody all crammed up on them. But there's only six people in that elevator and the elevator has enough room for 20 people in the elevator. The door opens back up. And everybody has a smile on their face. Because sometimes when somebody hits the elevator to open the door for somebody running towards the elevator, the only person smiling in the elevator is the person that pushed the button. But in this case, everybody's like, come on, buddy. So it's a whole bunch of cool people. It's a small gesture. Would you have been late for work? About five or ten minutes late at the most, yeah. And your boss would have gave you some crap, but you weren't going to get fired. But that little gesture, that little gesture right there made you feel good. It's a tiny thing in the grand scheme of things. But in this particular occasion, it felt great, didn't it? It's amazing how these little tiny things during the course of a day, little things in the course of a day make you feel good. Ever found five dollars on the ground? Right. And you're in an area where you're like you're walking down the street and you're kind of feeling a little unsafe even being in the area. You see a five dollar bill or a ten dollar bill on the ground. There's nobody around and you pick it up. That's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. It's not going to change your tax bracket, but it feels good to see that five dollars. You're not even thinking about the person that dropped the five dollars or the ten dollars. You're thinking, oh, that's pretty cool. You ever found a ten dollar bill in your pocket? It happened to me. I was in line to get something to eat. I had put on my new clothes. I had to go to, I go to, to, to get about to get lunch. I put my hand in my pocket because it was a little chilly in the store and it was a crumpled up. It was a, not crumpled up, but I had apparently left a $10 in my, in my pants that it was in the hamper. I washed the pants, you know, ironed the pants, dried, dried the pants, ironed the pants. And there was a dollar that had obviously been washed. It wasn't destroyed, but you can see that it had been washed. It was almost as if a ghost said, you know what? S. Anthony's having a bad day. Hey, bro, this fast food's on me. And the simple fact that I said it was fast food for $10 ought to let you know how long ago it was. <laughs> you know, but it was amazing how great that felt. Hey, $10. Those little things during the course of a day. Somebody cut, let you cut in in traffic, right? 
You know, sometimes people let you cut into traffic and they kind of have a look in the face like, all right, schmuck, just get your punk ass in there. And they're looking at you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have left early, you dumb bastard. They're looking at you. They're giving you an attitude. They let you in, but they're still giving you an attitude. You rotten, sassafrasset, your hoes of fat and punk ass, chump ass punk, right? But this time the person let you in. And in fact, you can see as they let you into, into traffic or they let you out of your parking spot, the cars are, there's some space between that car and the cars behind. You know what that means? The people behind them, if there's space behind the car that lets you into traffic or space behind the car that lets you cut in on the freeway, or space behind that car, that means everybody else is also in a good mood and is consenting to letting you in. If that car lets you out of the parking spot or lets you cut in and cars are like an inch and a half behind it, they're basically going, you dirty sassafras and Jehoshaphat fat and mother jumping sassafras. And keep in mind, those would be actual curse words, right? But they let you in and that good feelings will carry you for a long period of time. And what's the next thing you do? You hold the door for somebody else and then they hold the door for somebody else and then they hold the door for somebody else. And then you decide, you know what? I got to let in the traffic. I'm going to let somebody in the traffic. Because you remember how good it felt when somebody did it for you. And then you give that good feeling to somebody else. There's many times when that happens. I see a lot of people talking online because uh, the guy that owns Twitter is also the guy that owns the electric car company. And everybody extols the virtues of of electric cars. And I agree with him. Good for the environment. Yeah, I agree with that. A better vehicle because it's less moving parts. Yeah, I agree with that. Expensive. Yeah, I agree with that. But they extol the virtues of being able to take your car, plug your car in at your house. And if you're not going on some kind of ridiculously long trip, you basically never go to the gas station. Right. They talk about, oh, I know one thing. I have an electric car. I have the EV Salugi and the Salugi is a great EV. It's affordable. And, you know, when I come home. I just plug my Salugi into the wall and I don't have to worry about uh, going to the gas station. In fact, I don't ever go to the gas station. I feel sorry for people that go to gas stations. Shut up, punk. Because that's one of the things I'm actually jealous of because we've all been there. And as someone who's traveled to do comedy and has driven from state to state to state, I know what it's like to come home at four o'clock in the morning with with your gas tank on E, right? And you have to get up and go to the next city the next day and you're tired, right? Because, you you know, you get gas on the way out of your, you know, you're getting gas on the way out of the city. Maybe you live near a gas station. I live near about four gas stations. But you get up, you go to the gas station. And inevitably, if you're not in a hurry, there's no one at the gas station. It doesn't really matter. Right? So it's not that big of a deal. If you go to the gas station, you go up to the thing, hey, I'll need whatever number or number or whatever. And they go, okay, and either you give them the bread or you put the you put your card into the, to, the machine, you pump the gas, you get in your car and you drive your punk ass out of the punk ass gas station with your punk ass, right? But if you're in a hurry... I'm telling you, I think there's a conspiracy going on around. I think there's a group of people that get sent a text message or an email the night before. You know, S. Anthony's in a hurry. Let's go to every gas station that's convenient to him and everybody fill up their. Let's all get SUVs. 
okay, with really big gas tank. Could you, is there any way you guys could empty out all the gas, have just enough gas in your SUV to get to the gas station? That way you have to fill up your big ass gas tanks and take as much time as possible. Yeah. And also, if, if you don't mind, get into small talk with the person who's actually the teller. Get into small talk with the teller. And I need some of you to flirt with the teller. And, uh, you know, laugh at stuff that's not that funny. And I also need some of you to not only flirt with the teller or get into really dumbass conversations with the teller that actually is taking the bread for the gas. I need you to I want you to do something else. I want you to buy lots and lots of lottery tickets. I need you to buy as many lottery tickets as possible. And then once you get your lottery tickets, I want you to complain about the make some kind of complaint about some kind of innocuous thing. You know, hey, I said six, seven, six. And this is six, seven, six. That's the same number. So no, 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 no. I said six, seven, six. But sir, it is six, seven, six. No, it's not. It's six, seven, six. Sir, pausing between the numbers is not. This, it doesn't mean anything. It's the same number. I say it's different when you pause. You know, dumb crap like that, right? Let's do that because this Anthony is in a hurry. <laughs> You've all been there. But one night, I'm coming back into the city. And I said, you know what? Just going to take a look at the gas stations. Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know it's not the safest thing in the world, but if, I mean, I, uh, and I drive to the gas station. I'm going, you know what? Let me just go home because this might be, I don't, I'm too tired. I can't, I'm even too tired to whoop somebody's behind. I'm not too tired to drive, but you know, I don't want to get into any kind of fights. And the Lord, Lord, I don't want to get carjacked again. And I don't want to have to deal with any kind of ridiculousness. So I'm driving by the gas station and I'm kind of, you know, eh. And I look and I notice there's a couple of cops getting gas, which means it's going to be extra safe to get gas. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to strike up conversation with them after I put the nozzle into my car. And I know it's, you know, it's going to make them hang around for a while. I'm going, hey, 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 you don't need to hang around till I get this gas. It'll turn it into a joke, right? So I pull up to the gas, the guy, the police officer is getting some gas. And I'm saying, hey, hey, slow down your gas pump. He goes, what do you mean? I said, I need you to stay here long enough to keep me safe. <laughs> You'll be all right, buddy. <laughs> and we strike up a conversation, right? And I have a full tank of gas. I high five the two police officers, right? You know, I pull off, they pull off. I go home, I put the car, I park it, I go into the house, take off my clothes, take a little L shower roll. And jump into the L bed. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't snore. I'm too much of a smooth sleeper. <laughs> and uh, every girlfriend right now is going, oh, you snore, sucker. <laughs> that's why we ain't together anymore. <laughs> okay, that's not the reason. It's the reason because y'all are jealous and, and weird, even though I've never cheated on anybody. Y'all should be ashamed of you. <laughs> Moving on. I wake up the next morning, man. I'm like, oh, man, I got to go to D.C. to do some shows, man. I already got my stuff. I already got my clothes packed. I got to do a couple of things first. Oh, no, no, no. I'm already dreading the gas. I get dressed. I forgot that I had gotten the full tank. I guess I get dressed, man. I'm in my mind complaining. Because the last four times some chumps were at the gas station, just like I described in that little vignette there, and they hogging all the pumps like they always do when I'm in a hurry. And I get in the car, and I'm grumbling under my breath. I bet these mother jugs and speeds are going to be up there hogging all the pumps with their pump gas. I know their pump gas is going to hog the pumps with their pump gas. I hate their pump gas. I look at the full. It was full. Now, that's a small thing. How many times have you filled up your gas tank? Once a week? Twice a week? 
Happens all the time. It's not that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. But I can't explain to you how unbelievably happy I was that the gas tank was full. Because last night I pumped the gas in. There's many things that happen during the course of our lives that seem like they're small things. And as it turns out, they're actually big things, right? Like I can think of a small thing like you guys could subscribe to this podcast. In the grand scheme of things, it's just clicking a button or tapping the thing on your phone. It's not that big of a deal, right? It's like writing a few words and giving a five-star review to this podcast. Not a big thing, right? You typing words on your, on your phone or on your computer all the time. Just just a few more words talking about how much you love this podcast. Just like if you, you talk to your friends and family all the time, right? So in one of those conversations, you could talk about how much you love this podcast and recommend it to them. It's a small thing. It may be a small thing to you, but to me, it would be a big thing and I'd really appreciate it. Why? Because we've come to the end of this episode, 454. Much love to you all. I appreciate you and I will see you again next week, my friends. Do something small for somebody that makes their day. It'll make your day too. But more importantly, do those small things for me, damn it. The heck with the rest of those people. Do some. Do this for me. And after you do this to me, then go do the small things. Yeah, that sounds selfish. So what? <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll see you next time. Take care. Much love to you.